0: Uh, I can see you boys aren't like the usual hooligans hanging around here. Like these two fellas, uh, Buff Code and Beaver.
1: (laughs) Greetings, Goyles and Goo. Uh, that's it's me, Clay Cunningham, with a Buff Coat and Beaver, a Beavis and Butthead podcast. I'm joined by Adam Kurtz, and uh, you're mystified by the uh, the voice in the uh, Oregon music. Oregon music, yes, yeah, I'm sure, they originated
0: why, in Oregon.
1: Why, why the hell not? That's because this is no ordinary episode of Buff Coat and Beaver, this is a Buff Coat and Beaver. Halloween spooktacular!
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but anyway, this was supposed to come out before Halloween, but it's coming out the day after. So uh, we're taking the Simpsons route: Treehouse of Horror. Um, days, <laughs> weeks later,
0: whatever. You know, I'm I'm proud of you dressing it as Sven Ghuli on uh, on this at early in the morning. You got up early, you've got the top hat, the eye, eyes are blacked, and uh, I'm hoping he'll compliment my Elvira just, costume here. Just because the audience can't see us doesn't mean that we can't
1: put in the effort, Adam. But, but to commemorate this Halloween or day after, we're discussing uh, a Halloween-themed episode of Beavis and Butthead. Uh, the episode in question is... Bung Holio Lord of the Harvest. Just a one-parter today. One-farter, as Adam likes to call it. But, um, but it's, it's standard Beavis and Butthead linked, as I'm sure some of you know. And also, just say, outside of Beverly Butt, Billy's best title in Beavis and Butthead history? Uh, I'm 100% with you. All right. Well, but does the episode hold up? I'll we'll answer that question. Starting now, Bung Holio of the Harvest aired... October 31st, 1995, the season premiere of season six. You know, Adam, you said we should just skip this part, the the credits, because it's always the same. Well, Curveball, this week, written by Christopher Brown, David Felton, and Sam Johnson. Oh. More people uh, involved. Uh, Directed by Mike Judge and Yvette Kaplan. Uh, Synopsis. When Beavis and Butthead are watching a horror film, two kids show up at their door to do Trick or Treat... Butthead takes their candies and slams the door in their faces. Later, Beavis eats all the candies, transforming into Cornholio. We've complained about the synopsis before, but seriously, what the
0: fuck is this? I think uh, they use some sort of machine to produce those. You know, and if that's the case, that's pretty good. But if it's somebody that's... Maybe English isn't the first language, I'll still give them the tip of the cap. But uh, it's like
1: I mean, it's just describes the first two scenes and then just like, oh yeah, the, the catalyst for the whole
0: episode.
1: No, let us just how about how about they do trick or treat?
0: <laughs> well, that's what Maybe. we'll do as a family tomorrow, so they oh. go do trick or treat. But uh, Adam, what do you gotta say about Bungholio Lord of the Harvest?
1: Um
0: it's an extended special. It's uh probably double what the normal episode is, and uh but uh, only three video three music videos, so there's a lot to go over here. I'd say um so I'll maybe halfway through i'll I'll turn it over to you or you know we we can do whatever we'd like, but um it's a great Halloween special uh there starts off with the guys as usual uh watching television. there's some sort of slasher movie on. But uh, uh, that you can hear the uh, killer killing a couple is uh, about to get intimate, and I, I love to the, the, with the
1: great line because the naturally the girls pensive to do it. And the guy, don't be crazy, Tina. You act like you don't even want to get it on.
0: <laughs> yes. So uh, Beavis and Butthead were able to suspend their. Uh, disbelief for the for the slasher film in general but it crossed a line too far when the killer killed them before the girl's top was taken off yeah. they just said that was too unrealistic for them um so the doorbell rings of course it's halloween and uh, butthead takes a candy from the trick-or-treaters because he thinks it's some guy giving free samples but uh, the dad having none of that comes in and kicks their ass But uh, he says, Happy Halloween, and then doubled over uh, in pain. Butthead still gets out a ween.
1: (laughs) Ween. Yeah, it was was good stuff.
0: But this gives the boys an idea. You know, they should go trick-or-treating. And uh, this leads me to a lot of uh, of thoughts and, and memories on other Halloween specials. Maybe not a Halloween special. But they go out basically in no costumes, and uh, they ring the doorbell and just stand there. There's no trick-or-treat, and they just go, we need candy. Uh, The guy's pretty solid on no costume, no candy, so Butthead just thinks switching sides will somehow (laughs) work. Um, This reminds me, one, I'm on board with the guy, the homeowner. If you're not putting any effort into it, you ain't getting any candy. But then I think of Kirby Enthusiasm, where Larry does the same thing, and then he gets "bald asshole" written on his door and hate and crime. as he called it. <laughs> yes, it was a hate crime. So, how about you, Clay? Are you get di- Are you dishing out uh, candy to non-costume wearers, or are you That's, too afraid um, of the I, You know, the only
1: like the only <laughs> time I've given out Halloween candy that I can remember in like the last ten years. For whatever reason, I felt like it was just fun to ask everybody who came to my door, what are you supposed to be, a leprechaun or something? <laughs> I don't know. But uh, but everyone I seem to remember had candy. But, like, on that front, is it not weird that Beavis and Butthead don't know what trick-or-treating is? Because that, doesn't that seem like something they'd gravitate to?
0: Well, maybe I missed it. What makes you think that they don't know what it is? I feel like they know what's going on. But they don't, I, I guess, them not sedating trick or treat. I think no. Well, think it's like material. I mean,
1: the kids came to the house with a bag of candy, and he just stole it. I think it was very strongly implied they didn't know what well, it was. Well,
0: True. Um, yeah, I mean, but they knew enough to go up to the houses afterwards. This is a debate, but uh, yeah, I think Butthead was just truthfully being a jerk, just wanting the candy, and paid the price. He did. So. Um, So they go, uh, when they figure out they need costumes for the candy, so maybe there's another point in your column of they don't know, and then they're just observing. They uh, go and put on some sheets on their head, but after Butthead reveals that it's his special monkey sheets, uh, Beavis freaks out. Which, i Uh, also say,
1: that felt like it was in reverse. I feel like it would be Beavis's. Beavis (laughs) would be the one who would put on the, the... monkey sheets and then butthead small complaint but i, I don't even complain but just uh... uh
0: i'll i'll complain why was was one of them a fitted sheet like or the, it, does butthead usually just use two flat sheets they yeah, looked I'd... too clean from an animated standpoint yeah. and it, you, you've got to have a bottom sheet that has like the the elastic in it um yeah
1: I, I'd, I'd say maybe washed them but that would
0: seem out of character yeah, you know? yeah. absolutely out of character um, so Beavis goes and grabs another costume where he dresses up as a nad by just putting underwear on his head. That was probably my favorite part of the episode. I'm, I'm a nice nad. Show. Um, yeah. and then him practicing in the mirror of just, I'm a nad. Hello. <laughs> I'm a nad. <laughs> um, Butthead actually gets some hot cheese on the stove and pours it over his head to become a nacho. Um,
1: which, I guess, like, yeah, because you see the cheese steaming. Like, was he already preparing that? Or w- or was it, like,
0: instantly prepared, like, just instant hot cheese? Yeah, we've got to suspend our disbelief here just for... <laughs> but, yeah, That's it's a lot and I'm work. kind of like You know, I, I like
1: authenticity, too, like, with, with Butthead. But, like, was that too much commitment to the bit, to pour scalding hot cheese? <laughs> yes, on it himself? absolutely
0: Great was. Great
1: costume idea, for
0: sure. But. Yes, um and it had to stink (laughs) uh, yeah oh for sure so uh with costumes fully on they go back out um and they uh stop at the uh an adult dressed up as the lone ranger and has a sock puppet um it's clark cobb is that clark cobb (laughs) yes (laughs) i'm sorry Clark Cobb's house, handing out religious pamphlets to them. Yeah. <laughs> Clark Cobb.
1: Clark um, Cobb and Socko. What's that? Clark Cobb and Sacco.
0: Yeah, man. I'm sorry. Too early for me, I guess, but my goodness, Clark Cobb uh is the lone ranger of Socko Tonto. <laughs> <laughs> that I was my interpretation. Was. Yes. Yeah. Um but uh Clark doesn't give them any candy. And uh, just gives them out religious pamphlets. Their, well, there's always a couple houses like that, which those, those houses can just kick rocks. Yeah. And uh, also, I, I feel like uh, to make another show reference, uh, the rehearsal, the, the, the main focus lady of that would be a lady who's handing out religious pamphlets. Oh.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Show. Just uh, good show.
0: You should watch it if you're a buff coat and beaver. Listen to it or watch anything Nathan Fielder related. But yeah, that's his name. I, I'd
1: say I'd say better that than her on Hanukkah, though. I'll give you that.
0: Oh, true. Yes. <laughs> Gracious. Um, so after the religious pamphlets, uh, they stop by Stewart's house, which I feel like they forget that that's Stewart's mom. And just, hey, baby. Yeah. <laughs> It was weird because
1: they, yeah, they, they said, hey, baby. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, they had just missed Stuart, but they weren't looking for him, of course. So uh, they said, oh, you can catch up with Stuart. He's with his youth group. Um, but we later find out that may, may, maybe he was with the kids from the youth group, but they were up to dastardly deeds. Yeah, they, 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 it wasn't a youth It may have been the youth group, but that was not a youth group meeting for sure I'll skip ahead a little bit clay we find out that stewart is actually going to be TPing. uh that works into the plot a little bit here but uh did you ever do that on halloween were you ever a scoundrel no i wasn't um i what's the last costume you wore trick-or-treating by the way i was trying to think of this for me i i trick-or-treating I, yeah uh, i don't know i mean
1: I went as Buzz Cut for Halloween like six years ago, but I didn't I didn't go trigger trigger. I hmm, I don't I'll know. I, do I, was, I, was, I was the Tommy Lee Jones inspired Two-Face from Batman Forever for Ooh. Halloween
0: once. That's a good one. Yeah. I, I can't can't remember my last costume, but I dressed as a slice of pizza one time. I think there was a Ghostbuster and a Ninja Turtle thrown in there. Yeah. Um, I was never big into costumes.
1: Like, yeah, the last two I can remember were buzz cut, and then I just shaved down to a mustache and said I was Tom Selleck from the movie Mister Baseball.
0: <laughs> I prefer Magnum PI, but Tom Selleck is fine yeah. from in any form. So after Stewart's mom, uh, they stop at Van Dreesen's, who has a uh, tricky Dick, uh, Dick Nixon mask on. And all he has is, of course, organic nut clusters. And my other car is a bike bumper stick.
1: <laughs> it was just, I thought, yeah, like, just like, oh man, Clark Cobb's gonna be the lamest dude on Halloween there, and he had been had, 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 had organic walnut <laughs> clusters. Oh, good stuff. But but
0: they they come to the realization they just need somebody stupid enough to give them candy, which uh, they immediately think of Tom Anderson. So uh, another great, one of of my favorite parts of this episode is where uh, Anderson asks what the hell they're supposed to be and Butthead says he's a dumbass and then makes fun of his own laugh. Like he goes, "Uh, uh uh uh-huh, uh-huh. The whole Anderson sequence is fantastic because a guy named John Thomas calls him and i don't know it's on just little things like this we've said with anderson in the past though but like this conversation in general i know of like a dozen people that have had this exact well john thomas i haven't heard you heard from you yeah i got dick's number <laughs> it's
1: yeah i wrote yeah i, I wrote down for that is uh, yeah i do. oh well john thomas how long's it been just immediately disregarding the people at his door. And I just, it's like, I feel like, I know he's explained, like, I know this character is like an amalgamation of several people he knew, but it really feels like Mike Judge could do like a being John Malkovich portal into like one specific person's brain and like manipulate it to the point where nobody would even know the difference. <laughs> he knows this character so Damn well, <laughs> just because I mean, on paper I was just like the line is well, John Thomas, how long's it been? You're be like, why is that funny? It's he,
0: he sells it all the way. No, I, <laughs> it really is funny. Um, yeah. Take our word for it, or go watch this yourself. And Clay, is this a good pause? Is this a good tease? Find out what happens next, and then yes. I need some more of your Oregon music.
1: And another lightning crash. Uh,
0: <laughs> the definitely Hills Cop theme spooky. Yeah,
1: that, that's. I, I don't know any other Oregon music. I, and. I, I keep saying Oregon. Good. Keep,
0: <laughs> it's too early for you. you this show's terrible. On. Okay, yeah, we'll take a break. Right. We'll do that. spooky is this? I am bringing us back from the dead and the break. Ooh, that's all I had. I fell on the grenade for us, Clay. It's all right.
1: I'm just worried that might be a little too frightening.
0: But (laughs) well, when we when right before the break, previously on, we had just found out that Beavis and Butthead arrived at Tom Anderson's door. Clay, take it over from here.
1: But Yeah, this is where we get, uh, I guess, into the the meat and potatoes of it, um, because yeah, as Anderson leaves the the bowl of candy uh, unattended, naturally Beavis, you know, <laughs> like a dog to to food to any kind of food, just kind of just you know, starts picking at it, and while John Tom, Tom while well, or while Anderson is looking for Dick's number, you know, we get the uh, we start to get the cornholio transformation. Which I think is always the strongest part of these episodes um, is the transformation. I think I've said before. And the shot of him, like, with the underwear on his head and, like, the chocolate around his face, just, like, bugging out, like, screaming at kids who are coming to try to get uh, Halloween candy was uh, really well done, really well animated, and kind of sets us off to where eventually uh, Anderson. Gets off a call with old with old John Thomas and uh, is mortified that all the candy's gone and kicks them out, and sends them on their way. To which point Beavis is you know he's gone and basically deserting Butthead, who's you know just kind of lagging behind.
0: I like the uh, Chet Steadman esque guitar when they open the door a little slight slightly more to view the candy. You get a nice little guitar riff. <laughs> Like when Chet Steadman blows out his arm in Rookie of the Year. So, uh,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> it's a great, no, it's a a, great reason nice. to be like, oh, there's something to notice.
1: Yeah, that, that's a good pull. Um, and I like, too, um, the. I like that they tried to incorporate some horror elements, too, which I get kind of get to at the end. Um, specifically, I'm thinking of, well, we get uh, Mr. Graham and his kids. Or his wife and his son are for some reason trick-or-treating out by the graveyard at one point. <laughs> I'm skipping ahead. Like I, I, I just, it's, it's kind of an odd sequence, but I, I really like the atmosphere they built there. That's I think kind of sort of a horror element, um, mm-hmm. that worked well. And, um, then well we get to the end, but yeah, afterwards, yeah, you kind of, uh, referenced, yeah, Stuart talking with his youth group buds. <laughs> About like, but they're gonna like you know finally TP a house this year. To which you know I works really well into the spot.
0: Something, <laughs> not That's maybe that. a house. It's not a house. I'm really gonna TP something this year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which
1: uh, I feel like I'm gonna call Stewart's bluff on that one. But um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just um, as Beavis. I mean, he eventually incurs the wrath of Todd. Who gets away, but takes his anger out on Butthead, who throws him in the trunk and drives him away. And um, I think this is well. I'll get to. I mean, I like the episode as a whole too. Um, I think just like a lot of the elements I said. But I think this is kind of you know my. Um, I don't know if this is my most unpopular Cornholio take, but it's always just I feel like a lot of times it works in smaller doses because it, it, it it's. It's kind of a limited character because it's always just like you know TP for my bunghole. and uh, this well this one he says Rolio for my bunghole, which I wish I liked, like the first time was good but like three or four times like yeah all right that's I mean I mean he's naturally the vessel you want to use for an episode like this
0: sure
1: um, but yeah it's I, I thought yeah it it, it was it may be dragged a little bit another thing too like the the Todd sequence. Goes absolutely... I mean, I guess I won't say it goes nowhere. It gets Butthead to the point where he needs to be at the end of the episode. But he lets him out of the trunk and then just, like, leaves him. Like, you thought he'd, like, beat him up. Butthead says something. I think he said, I forget, like, something about going with him for his gang activity. And Todd is like, I don't know what you're doing. And then he gets in the car and leaves. It's just like, oh.
0: I thought you could have had, like, Butthead, like... You could have. I guess you needed Butthead to get there before Cornholio. But um, yeah, I'm with you. It was the episode just kind of drags on a little bit in this area. I I was interested in the. Uh, I I maybe you've got just a better recollection in general, Clay. But I'm interested in the Cornholio come down. You know because I always feel like I feel like Cornholio lost a little steam but then picks it back up maybe fueled by more sugar here but is it it's an it almost seems like the incredible hulk you know he falls asleep and then doesn't know what happened you know so uh I I was hoping more for a, a Cornholio come down episode I'd like to see that uh in in detail but uh, I don't know if that ever happens
1: I mean, we do, uh, I think I'm remembering one from 2011 when um, they, they confused Cornholio for a deity, and he, like, gave, like, a really, really long speech, and by the end of it, he was just kind of, like, muttering until eventually the point, like, whispering, and they're just like, I'm tired. That, that, <laughs> that, that, one, I, that one I specifically remember. Sure. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, yeah, well, where it turns out where Butthead is left is uh, the home of the crazy farmer, yes. and um, that's I think another thing too. Like because we talked about dragging, he's such, like crazy Farmer's a great villain for this story, yeah. and I feel like maybe they could have incorporated him in more because you kind of like, I mean, Butthead realizes he's in trouble, but we don't really, you know know that we don't really know kind of what it is i think you can kind of guess if you've seen the show but eventually beavis finds his way out onto the farm um you know ends up unconscious and kind of uh recreates one of my least well not least favorite but most grimace inducing horror movie sequences ever when he gets hung up on the hook a la texas chainsaw massacre i always that scene just when he sticks the girl on the hook, always just really kind of got to me. Um, and then. I've it kind never of seen it. Is that
0: a Halloween faux pas? I've never seen. Te- I've
1: not. In- um, I mean, it's, I, it's not like a favorite of mine. I
0: mean, it, it's a here pretty come, good movie. But. Here come the Alice Cooper slash Texas chain. Hey, oh, song. hey, hey, we got more Alice
1: Cooper talk later. So let's, yeah, not, no, let's not blow our it. proverbial wad right now. But yeah. Um, yeah, we never actually saw what happened to Butthead, but uh, he's some kind of undead minion in the crazy farmer's uh, uh, <laughs> army, I guess. I don't know if it's an army with just two people, but it just it kind of ends. Beavis has come down. He's back to himself. Um, I guess I don't know if the hook was through his flesh or the shirt. I I was guessing through the flesh, but I mean, he seemed pretty seem to undersell the reaction I guess if that was the <laughs> case but it just uh, they fire up chainsaws and uh, the episode ends on a cliffhanger we don't know which well, we... I mean I guess we can guess I, I think we can assume sort of like Treehouse of horror Simpsons this isn't exactly Canon but uh, yeah the episode uh, ends there um, so overall yeah I, I, I think it's good I think there's just a few things I would have maybe taken I would have liked to seen more crazy farmer. And but I think it really shines by giving the supporting characters a chance, like you getting a rare Clark Cobb. This wasn't, you know, this was no walkathon for him, but it was still nice mm. to see him. But yeah, Van Driesen with the nut clusters and my, my other cars, a bike, and then <laughs> Anderson too. Just uh, so yeah, overall an enjoyable watch. But uh, Adam, what about yourself? I think you've already said you liked it, but uh.
0: Yeah, it's it's uh it's Halloween tomorrow. We went trunk or treating. I'm in the mood for it, so it was good. You know, watching this one in December. Or, you know, I, I really am in the Halloween spirit right now. Hell, I'll watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre tonight, and I'll report yeah. back. But no, I I like um, them trick or treating. Uh, Beavis practicing his being a NAD uh, is fantastic. Tom Anderson with a classic performance too, um, yeah. It, overall, around, you're right. It showcases some bit characters that uh, we don't get to see very often. What's the dad's for the Patsy's name Graham? <laughs> Mr. Graham. Yeah. Yeah. Now is his son one of the guys walking around with? Uh, I think uh, it was I,
1: You know, I, I don't remember. So. It's been. Um...
0: I'm pretty sure it was.
1: Well, a certain somebody might have delayed the recording a yeah, long that's time crazy. to Sorry. where I may have like skipped my mind. I would guess so. I mean, they weren't. I, I mean, it's they should have been wearing
0: their P. I'm a PAT shirt, but I I like the actual costumes worked in here when they're at Clark Clark Cobb's house. Though there you are, White Ranger. He's, you know, at the time, the White Ranger man. Oh man, I love the White Ranger. You got some Red Power Ranger in there too. The costumes were great. Uh, the little kids were well-drawn, too. So, I'm on board for the Halloween special. I'm in the mood. It was good. Okay. We can't debate what, what episode was better, so... Uh, oh, yeah, we, that's... Uh, I guess we talked about the videos first. There was yeah. three well, of them. Well, first, I, like. I, want,
1: I want to know, what's the Kurtz family costume
0: this year? Oh, uh... So, there's uh, I Will Be Spider-Man, which... Mm-hmm. I'm very thankful there's some like drawn on abs on the costume because <laughs> uh, Spider-Man with love handles just, you know, is pretty pathetic. Um, and then uh, my daughter will be a the Spider-Gwen or Ghost Spider, as she's known in some of the series. So and then my wife will be Aunt May. So we'll be in the Spider-Verse uh, right. this year.
1: You've already won the costume contest in my heart, Adam. Well, thank you. How about you? Are you
0: going trick-or-treating, inspired by this episode?
1: Um, I am, uh, no, I'm taking on a work project that I'm having a pan attack, panic attack over. So that's kind of, maybe maybe that'll be my, my yeah. Uh, psychopathic, out- psychopathic breakdown in front of 200 people at a college basketball game, I think. Is, <laughs> is that a costume? Yeah, you, you, you wear it well. well well thank you but uh videos i'll i'll let you do the i'll I'll
0: let you read them off alice cooper teenage frankenstein paul bruchek i can't read my writing hollywood halloween and king diamond family ghost well the rock Um,
1: god alice cooper is back and uh he's bringing with him some butts which uh get a couple nice butt shots along with butt heads assessment I like butt cheeks once uh... <laughs> yeah that's uh and um we also find out that Beavis got kicked out of a store for making out with a mannequin and even took its parts off which is uh something Jeffrey Dahmer did according to the horribly titled new series Dahmer monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story, which, uh, have you watched Adam? It's a global phenomenon.
0: No, that stuff doesn't interest me, man.
1: It's okay, but, um, one, the title sucks. And also like, don't, don't believe anybody who tells you it's through from the victim standpoint. Like there's a scene of Jeffrey Dahmer masturbating to squeezing like human entrails. So Mm i I'd like to know whose victims, what victims' uh, perspective
0: was being honored with that yeah, sequence. But I digress. Problem with that stuff. Did but, Mike uh, Adamly title the show Clay? What's like, that? The tower of Here's our newest gladiator, the Tower, the Tower of Power. <laughs> Mike Adamley maybe is just titling shows these days. I I don't know, but uh, but we That's a deep inside joke, and I apologize. But yes, uh,
1: you will have yeah. You will have a hard time towering over the tower of that inside joke to understand it. But if you get it, God bless you. Um, uh, Paul Brusek, uh, we get more Beavis. This is, this has been coming up a lot lately of Beavis getting upset with Butthead's insistence on putting things with, in butts. This time, there's like an eye going around. Just like, what if you put an eye in a butt? And he's just like, ah, shut up, Butthead.
0: <laughs> you say that stuff all the time. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, just... Uh, uh, yeah, but also, well, they reference trick or treating here, so I don't, I don't remember if that was. before. I'm guessing that was after they found it out in the episode, sure. so I can't do a. Hope somebody got fired for that continuity error. Um, but also, I love uh, trick or treating with their dads and butthead <laughs> dads. <laughs> <laughs> And then they just rhyme nads with it. <laughs> yes, yeah, yes, he did. And uh, but there's also a seemingly painful story for Beavis about them walking in on his mom, having sex, and a guy with a Colonel Sanders outfit. Like, you can tell he really doesn't want Butthead to bring it up until Butthead mentions his drumstick, and then, <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> drumstick. So, it's, he, it's, it's hard to keep Beavis down. And then uh, King Diamond, like, is... Like, the video is bad. Like, it actually elic- elicits some pity for the boys to where they even, like, you know, imagining the guy is, like, a poor dad embarrassing himself, but doing it to have to, like, provide his, for his kids. And they're like, that video is really bad. One of the
0: I, worst I've seen on the show. It's terrible. Um, it's almost, like, uh, Manos-style, <laughs> like, bad. Yeah. Um. um King Diamond though, uh, that dude was the lead singer of Merciful Fate, which is like a very influential metal band, like the original influential metal band from Denmark, one of those like over European black metal bands, so uh, he left Merciful Fate at some point, but yeah, it was very influential, and for that video to be so terrible is just... Uh, i'm not a metal fan in general especially that's uh the speed metal or black metal and then that's to take your
1: influence to take your influence and do that with it oh my god
0: (laughs) terrible that's terrible very bad well clay happy halloween
1: well well thank you and uh just uh, uh
0: yeah what tell the people how to get a hold of
1: us and what's next even though uh, we still haven't all, got our fucking Facebook page back up.
0: First of all, search uh, for the Oregon music playlist on Spotify. I'll try to put some up later. <laughs> and then uh, you can find us via Twitter at Butthole and Joe, or you can email us at. Uh, BuffcoatandBeaverpod at gmail dot com, and you really, you, where your listenership is just enough too. So we appreciate. Uh, we've reached some milestones. I don't know what those milestones are, Clay, but we've been we've been uh, super proud of uh, what we have put together and what you put together. Hats off to you on the Day of the Dead. Hats off to you. Your editing efforts. You've taken those over. You write bits. You schedule all this. You work around my schedule. Thank you, Clay.
1: Well, let's say. People may think it's, it's, it's easy to just show up and be the the sex appeal of the show, Adam, but they only think that because you make it look so damn easy. I <laughs> couldn't do it without you. But anyway, uh, we, 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 one more episode. Or no, I guess two more. But one more episode proper of the season that we got. And it's a special one, Adam. Tell, tell the folks what they got to look forward to next week.
0: Oh, yes, sir. Next week. Oh, man. It's, uh... Man. Oh, is it the it's really good retrospective good. it's a cliffhanger
1: no it's not you, the retrospective it's the sean Beard oh, episode.
0: oh sorry well you I, I go by the list <laughs> we already did that one it's it's backlogged in my mind i'm thinking okay, which one have we, we did re- yes
1: we did we did record yeah we are talking about uh Bob Bob breakers. Comes back on. yeah but, it's
0: yeah it's ball
1: breakers and lightning strikes with the great sean beard it's a over an hour long, but I think it's going to be worth it. It'll feel, I think, shorter than the last three minutes of this episode feel. so. <laughs> I struggle with closing. Be- happy belated Halloween. Uh, we'll,
0: we'll see you next time. Well, John Thomas, how long's it
1: been?